Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. We've talked about catalytic converter theft here before. It's a big, big problem across the country. And it's very, very shameful because it's wasteful. Uh, someone steals a piece off your car, damages your car in the process. They make a couple bucks selling the part they stole. And you pay way more than that to fix your vehicle. It's just it's a waste. And, and it's a shame that it happens. But California is taking steps in an attempt to stop that. Jeffrey sent me notes to Steve. Check this out from Autoblog. Ben Hugh wrote this. Catalytic converter thieves targeted by new law in California. It's a couple different laws, but we'll talk about it. California's governor announced Sunday that he had signed new bills into law to make the sale of stolen catalytic converters much more difficult. Theft of the devices have spiked in the past couple of years, with thieves shamelessly stealing them out from under cars and driveways in broad daylight and even from police cars. So if they can get under your car quickly, they might climb down there, grab it, and run off with it. Los Angeles Times reports that the laws uh, will force auto recyclers and used part dealers to document where they're getting catalytic converters from. Thieves often sell stolen catalytic converters to shops that might look the other way as to where the parts came from because there's so much money to be made here. Car and Driver reports that shops will have to keep mandated logs that include VINs, or identification numbers etched into the catalytic converters themselves, contracts with the seller's identification, and traceable payment methods. So gone are the days where a guy can roll up with a trailer full of catalytic converters and say, hey, how much? Pay me cash. And just dump them off and take the cash and walk off with it. Parts resellers that don't keep logs will be subject to increasing fines. $1,000 for first offense, $2,000 for second. And that could ramp all the way up to a temporary suspension from doing business. So... If you are a reseller or somebody dealing in this business, you could lose your ability to do so, at least your license to do so, if you get caught doing it without following the rules. Now, this is where it gets shocking, the numbers. Since the pandemic began, catalytic converter theft has skyrocketed. 2019, there were reported only 3,300 thefts across the nation. 3,300. These numbers from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. The next year, 2020, there were 14,000 thefts. You go, wow, that's a lot. In 2021, that number jumped to 65,000. 65,000 catalytic converters stolen in one year. Thieves target the catalytic converters because they're filled with precious metals such as platinum, palladium, and rhodium. Values of those metals have skyrocketed in the past few years. Uh, In 2021, rhodium was $640 an ounce, but shot up to $21,900 an ounce just five years later. Things have only gotten worse since Russia invaded Ukraine, as Russia provides a significant portion of the world's supply of some of these metals. Thieves often target taller vehicles. The ground clearance is important. Crossovers, SUVs, and pickups, because they're easier to crawl underneath. Uh, The 2004-2009 Toyota Prius is also a popular target uh, as its cats have a street value of over $1,000. The list of most victimized cars reads like a bestsellers list. While the catalytic converter itself is expensive, owners typically have to replace not just the catalytic converter, but the pipes it's attached to because they're not doing precision surgery here. They're just hacking these things off in a hurry. So they'll often cut the pipes at both ends, take the catalytic converter, you got to replace the cat and the pipe and the pipe. And that's why I said it was wasteful. It's wasteful. So they do this in a hurry. 
Uh, but it will now be illegal in California to buy a catalytic converter from anyone other than a licensed auto dismantler or a dealer under this new law. You take away the market for stolen goods, you can help cut down on stealing, the governor said. He seems to acknowledge that it won't eliminate the problem altogether. Theft rings can often span multiple states, as demonstrated by a recent high-profile arrest, and so other jurisdictions will have to follow suit, because that means that people can steal these things in California and take them to Nevada or someplace else. Um, With any legislation, it's always a cat and mouse game as persistent criminals find new ways to circumvent the rules. But soon, perhaps, some California drivers will get a reprieve from thieves. What would really help is if the catalytic converters had etched on them the VINs of the vehicles that they went to. Uh, I know it says here that they are talking about possibly tracking those kinds of things, but my understanding is that at least as of right now, most cars do not have that. Uh, So if they were to do that, make it easier to trace, because the problem they've got right now is that somebody goes out and they're stealing catalytic converters, and they're using whichever tools they want to use. You could do it with a variety of different kinds of tools. I'm not here to explain how that's done, but the point is there's a bunch of different ways it can be done. With a will, there's a way, and with you know, cordless tools, it's extremely easy to jump underneath the car, hack off the catalytic converter, and take off, okay? So you go around, you do that, you got a whole trunk load of these things in your car. You're driving down the road, and somehow you encounter law enforcement. You get pulled over. They pop the trunk of your car. Let's assume they've got a good reason to do that. I'm not going to get into a Fourth Amendment discussion right now. And they see that you've got a trunk load of catalytic converters. Better yet, let's say that you had so many, you piled them up in the back seat. They were in plain view. Police officer walks up to your car, sees all these catalytic converters, and let's assume that laying next to it is a uh, reciprocating saw. Okay, that looks like it's been freshly used, and somehow they can tell that. Okay, and you're covered with all kinds of dust and grime that makes it look like you've been laying underneath vehicles and hacking things off using that reciprocating saw, which has your palm prints on it, and they can see that too. (laughs) I'm getting sick of people arguing with my hypotheticals. But, Steve, who's to say they're your palm prints? What if they're someone else's? The point is, police officer walks up the car and sees. Back seat piled high with catalytic converters, a reciprocating saw, goggles because you want to protect your eyes while you're working, uh, gloves, all kinds of other stuff. And police just pulls you over and says, you know, what's going on? And uh, you clam up, but you give them driver's license, registration, proof of insurance because you have those things. And the police officer's looking at you going, where'd you get all this stuff from? You know, my attorney told me that really I shouldn't be speaking at the roadside. The police officer's short of answering questions regarding my driver's license, proof of insurance, and registration. So there you go. Uh, Other than that, I don't feel like talking to you, sir. What can the police officer do right now? What can he do? Now, everyone knows that the odds are that those are all stolen catalytic converters. And the odds are also that the person in the car or the people in the car are associated with the theft of those catalytic converters. But as pointed out, in one year alone, there were something like 60,000 thefts of catalytic converters. 65,000. 65,000 thefts of catalytic converters. So even if you knew that there was a spate of catalytic converter thefts in that neighborhood that night, the odds 
that you can match up those catalytic converters with particular instances of theft, extremely difficult. I would like to know if in the history of law enforcement and the existence of catalytic converters, if anybody has ever been successfully prosecuted for the theft of a catalytic converter where it was linked to the actual car it was taken from if they weren't caught in the act. So in other words, let's suppose that that you wake up one morning, you hear a sound, and you actually manage to run outside and you catch somebody in the act of hacking off your catalytic converter. I understand that you can get a conviction there. I understand that that wouldn't be a problem. What I'm saying is, let's suppose, in my hypothetical, police officer pulls you over, and in your car, all you've got is a reciprocating saw and one catalytic converter. One. Okay? You manage to get 10 miles outside of town. Cops looking at you, going, okay, tell me about the catalytic converter. Sorry, don't feel like talking. What are the odds that the prosecutor or the police or anybody could ever piece that together and say, yes, that catalytic converter came from this car here, and we're going to put these together and get a conviction on this? And I understand it's hypothetically possible, but in most jurisdictions, Number one, they're not doing just one at a time. They're doing a bunch. And it's not only one person out doing it. It's several people out doing it. So if you find the catalytic converter and you know the car it came from, you might be able to go over there and, and do the old thing like, hey, check it out. It fits in perfectly. And, and we can tell by the cuts that this is the one that came from that car. That, that's possible. I'd like to know if it's ever happened. Because I have a feeling it's never happened. Because what happens in most cases is, People walk out, they start their car, it makes a racket, they shut it off, they look underneath, they go, oh, someone stole my catalytic converter. They call the police, police take a report. If they even come out, they might just take one over the phone. They go, call your insurance company. You call your insurance company, they go, oh, you file a report? Yeah, okay, take it in and get it fixed. And 12 hours later, it's fixed. So, so the evidence is gone that you'd be able to match it up with if you want to try to match it up to the cuts. So the odds of anybody having ever been prosecuted successfully for a catalytic converter theft where they got away with the catalytic converter from the premises, the odds of that being linked back, extremely rare. So I applaud California for coming up with some ideas here. But is this going to work? And, and I'll, I'll have to believe it when I see it. Or I'll have to see it to believe it. But you know the fact that it is now illegal in California to buy a catalytic converter from anyone other than a licensed auto dismantler or from a dealer simply means there's probably one more layer in the sale transaction here. So it used to be that you could steal the catalytic converter and take it straight to the scrapyard. Can't do that now. So now what you do is you steal the catalytic converter and you sell it at a discount to somebody who's licensed to deal with them and just tell them, look, I'm going to give you a bunch of these. You take care of them. And we'll go from there. I suspect that's what's going to happen. Or people are going to round up big collections of them and take them to other states and, and get rid of them that way. But but they're trying. Their heart's in the right place. Got to give them credit for that. So Jeffrey, thanks for sending it. We'll see what happens. Catalytic converter thieves targeted by new law in California. Ben, Hugh wrote that for Autoblog. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Choose to be optimistic. It feels better.